Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from our slightly different perspective and brought to you by your support for all we do here at Tannin Aquatics. It's uh, really appreciated and thanks for all the, the kind words and thanks most important of all for buying stuff from us because that kind of gives us the uh, funding to be able to produce this and other interesting things for you and we, we really appreciate it. You know, there's amazing life lessons that we can learn just from playing around in this hobby. You ever made one of those stupid mistakes in fish keeping? You know, a really stupid one, a mistake that you should know better than to have made at this stage in your so-called aquarium career. You know, something basic like not quarantining new fish and getting your whole tank sick or you know, using some sort of additive like an algicide or something that you knew would have some kind of long-term, potentially detrimental effect on your tank. You know, a shortcut, an ill-advised move, a lapse in judgment, a protocol, a procedure, a hack. One of those things that perhaps in a moment of indecisiveness, frustration, or even mild panic that you just pulled the trigger on and just did. Okay, I'll digress a little bit here. I have a friend who often brags about his flagrant violation of the fundamental principles of aquarium practice. He proudly shirks every guideline that's been offered up over the years, happily disregards all of the common best practices of the aquarium hobby, and he just gets away with it, most of the time anyways. Or so it seems. I mean, I suppose we all have gotten away with stuff that we shouldn't have, maybe once or twice. I suppose it's human nature to get a bit complacent, relaxed, or just overconfident. Call it whatever you want. I know I've made that bad judgment call before. Oh, that look, fish looks fine. There's no sick fish in the tank at the store. I'll just chance it and throw them right in the tank. Or, I don't know why they say this fish is supposed to be so aggressive. He hasn't even chased anyone yet. You know, you think you're getting away with something that nobody else has. Everything's just fine. Where's, what's the big idea? Yeah, you've gotten away with it. Or have you? I mean, as advanced aquarists, I wonder if we sometimes think that we've paid our dues to the aquarium gods, you know, and... Even in moments of irrational decision-making, we'll just get away with it because we're, well, advanced. I think so. I know I've made some really lazy, impulsive decisions before, even when I knew that I shouldn't have. Like taking on some fish I want at the club auction when I really didn't have the space, or using aged tap water to fill a new you know, reef aquarium in a hurry when I should have just waited the extra few days until those replacement RODI cartridges arrived. Or maybe I should have rinsed the sand first. Sometimes I get away with it. Other times, I wouldn't be so lucky and fate would bite me on the ass and teach me a lesson. The lesson isn't really even not to do the specific action that you did to cause the problem. It's not the feeding of the contaminated food or the failure to remove the eggs from that batch of discus with a reputation for eating them or whatever it is. It's the decision to proceed when that little voice inside your head tells you, well, screams at you to stop, drop and cover, you know, to take action. It's not falling back on the hard-won experience that you've accumulated during years of fish keeping. Even as a beginner, you can trust what they say online, in books, etc., and do things that often slower, more tedious way, or you can simply tempt fate and taste that shortcut. And of course, the problem with taking the shortcut is that you might be one of those people for whom it works, for a while anyway, and you'll convince yourself and others that they are full of shit. 
And everyone's making a big deal out of it because you've done it this way for years without any of the nasty results that they warned you about. You're like immune or something from the fate that befalls most everyone else who flaunts the rules. And before you know it, this becomes normal to you. The bad habits become a routine part of your repertoire. Yikes. I know people like that. I've seen a lot of hobbyists fall into that trap. It's been said that the fail-safe of human endeavor is failure, so why play into that? Why go against the grain on everything? I mean, sure, trying something different than everyone else is doing is cool. However, when I'm talking about this idea, we're talking about stuff like breaking the rules, so to speak, of aquascaping, or designing a different type of breeding setup, or whatever. We're not talking about, you know, immediately adding 100 cardinal tetras to a brand spanking new 40-gallon tank, shit like that. That's trying to break the laws of nature, assuming that stuff as mundane as the nitrogen cycle doesn't apply to you. That's just stupid. Think about the so-called fundamentals for a moment and why they exist in the hobby. Fundamental guidelines based on natural processes are what they are because, well, they're fundamental. (laughs) Nature runs on them, and she's done a pretty damn good job of it for billions of years. We can't just edit and pick and choose the basic laws of nature that we want to adhere to. Oh, we can, but the payback which will come inevitably, eventually, is a bitch. (laughs) Why gamble with the lives of helpless animals for our own arrogant means? One that I would hear all the time in the reef-keeping world is, I haven't done a water change in my tank in over a year, and my fishes are just fine. Okay, good for you. Why are you doing that? Like, what benefit does this provide for your fishes? Are you going to do it to, are you doing it to prove a point or whatever? What's the end game by doing that? It just makes no sense to me. People do stuff like that. We can change. Oh, and my friend, the guy who constantly takes pride in how he defies the laws of aquarium keeping, well, you guessed it, his beautiful and long-established 300-gallon African cichlid tank, the pride of his fish collection, is now a breeding ground for at least three different fatal diseases, all of which would have been prevented if he would have just quarantined. Did he finally learn his expensive and painful lesson and mend his ways? He said no, he'll keep doing things his way. He felt that this was just a fluke, an aberration, an unusual occurrence. Of course, the battery of 11 quarantine tanks in his garage fish room tells a totally different story. So perhaps you can teach an old fish new tricks. He's just too fucking proud to admit it, that's all. He learned. Getting away with it has its price, and it's usually quite high. Regardless of your level of experience, don't give in to the temptations. Take the long way home and be great. Stay thoughtful. Stay careful. Stay humble. Stay bold. Stay decisive. Stay patient. And always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman. Thanks for spending part of your day with me for this very simple idea that we all could use. And I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tin.